Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by The Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Apocalypse is moving along nicely. Um, Based on recent events, not even talking why we were canceled last week, uh, Cthulhu summoning should be done sometime uh, October, November. Uh, Mm -hmm. Based on recent events, might be nice in early, like as near as September. But, you know. You know, you're joking. All proceeds. Yeah, you're joking, but I read an article, uh, not an article, I saw a headline, I didn't click on it, it was probably just an Onion article or something, but it was, um, you know, uh, Mayan calendar recalculated, end of world is actually next week or something like that, and and I think the tweet was, uh, oh, thank God, (laughs) and I'm just, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot going on, and uh, I think you know what we what we what we're here to talk about today is is some of the some of the video games that people uh enjoy to uh to just take a break and escape for a little bit because no one can be on for 24 hours you got to sleep you got to have some downtime and this is this is downtime we're gonna we're gonna talk about fire emblem and fire emblem heroes yeah my, my joke was coming from a meme i saw that said like a time traveler shows up uh, what year is it? 2020. Oh, or I'm from the future. What year is it? 2020. And then the time trial asks, like, before or after Cthulhu is summoned? <laughs> well, one so. can hope the mythical creature of Cthulhu does not enter our realm, at least while we're recording. Because, you know, we want to get this episode on the feed before uh, all all of Cthulhu breaks loose. And uh, no, no break in tradition here. We are going to start with the banners that are running. We've got the weekly Revival Banner 14, Bridal Beloveds on until the 20th, Book 4 Midway Point, Mirabilis, I got it, and more. That's uh, going till the 30th of June, Bridal Bloom until the 17th, New Power until the 20th, Bridal Blessings until the 24th, Double Special Heroes until the 25th, and finally the Daily Midpoint Banners will end on the 17th now eddie how did you do with your summoning because you've got two weeks worth here uh yeah um and it's really not a ton of summoning on the second week i mean the most of the big summoning is from the new hero banner there the midpoint one uh but i did actually get a random bridal tharja off of the rerun banner i think that's the bridal beloved's one Um, And, of course, I did dive into the new banner. My goal was uh, primarily to get Mirabilis, uh, mainly to get the new Mythic Hero, because, you know, I am a collector, and while I'm not worrying about collecting every single hero, I do try to get every Mythic and Legendary. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was also hoping to get Anna, because, you know, I felt like she had the best kit. Although, as I was writing up some of the others, some of the kits looked a little better than I originally realized. Um... The plan was if I had not gotten either of those by the 40th summon, which was actually fewer orbs than normal, uh, and we'll explain that later, I would use the free summon for it. Or um, Early on, I did actually get Mirabilis with an attack bane. I uh, ended up getting a 5-star Mufasa when I finished the ring. Uh, I kept pulling on red for the chance of a spare Mirabilis or a Seiri, playing to stop if either of the two appeared. Uh, not much look for a while, though I did get a Leaf Pity Break along the way. 
I reached the ring in which I was going to pull my 40th summit, and Anna turned out to be hiding in there, which meant I went ahead and used the guaranteed unit um, to get Sayri for the catalog. Uh, feeling a little crazy, I decided to go and pull a YOLO ring. I ended up getting a spare Mirabilis. Uh, same boon, I think it was plus defense, but a different bane. But either way, I can clear out that bane. Um, as for the daily banners, I have been pulling on them. Uh, I've been pulling not based on who's actually on the banner, but based on hoping to get a pity break. Mm -hmm. uh, and that initially resulted in me getting an Innis one day and an Eleonora, who was actually who I was pulling for. Wow. Because um, she was the only Tokyo Mirage session unit I was missing. Um, and then I uh, switched over to Red, aiming for, uh, who was it? I think it's like Ival and the non-fallen uh, Marissa, or not Marissa, whatever. I forget exactly her name, but those were the two I was aiming for, and I'm sure there's a couple other reds I'm missing. Uh, but no lux on reds on those random summons so far. Yeah. I, uh, I, I've acquired her a couple weeks to go over in the sense that I, I had, a, I got really lucky on the new, uh, the, the midpoint banner and that I, I was kind of only considering Anna and it was more based on the characters as opposed to mm -hmm. the kits. And, uh, I, I got Anna from, I believe a free ticket. I don't think it was my first summon. I think it was one of the, one of the free tickets they had given us. And I was pretty stoked about that. So I was like, all right. I'm cool with that. Um, I don't. I'm saving my. I'm saving my orbs because we've got the summer special heroes coming up soon, and there's always one or two heroes there that uh, that are of interest. So I'm holding on to those, and I ended up getting a random Luke from something. I I think it was either one of. It could have been one of the banners, uh, the daily banners, or it could have been from the tickets. I, I'm not too sure, Luke's but it's normally get one. three to four star. I think so. He would have been. One of the daily banners. Yeah. Okay. Well, then or that makes mis sense. Misremembering which one Luke is. Yeah, it was. Uh, he just sort of popped up, and you're right. Like if he's a three four, then he would have he would have been from one of the daily banners. Um, I think Luke's just in the three to four star pool. He might be a five star. I don't know. I'm not sure either, but uh, he did grace me with his presence, and he will probably uh not get much use i don't uh, like luke he mm -hmm. goes over my head i don't even know what game he's from so um it's, it's not, there's so many characters i i mean i oh, often yeah. feel bad saying i don't know but really there's just so that, many characters that's one of the things some people were saying that with the choice of uh siri and mustafa uh they were or maybe emeran as well they were running out of characters to pick from and it's like no, there's quite a lot of characters that you just don't think of. Like, Kellum still hasn't gotten the version. I mean, everyone forgets about him, so it's not surprising. But there are a bunch of other Shepherds that haven't gotten versions, so... Yeah, there's yeah. there's still some characters. And we'll talk about some Awakening characters later on that we think could probably uh, be added to the roster. But yeah. before we get to the wish list, what's going on in the game over the next week? Yes, speaking of those summer heroes, um, uh, we should be hearing about them in the next couple days. Before that, we have the limited heroes battles 
Uh, and the reason I figure we should probably be getting a tease tonight with the trailer tomorrow night is because we have the Tempest Trial banner and login bonus starting on the 16th. Uh, we have Stall and Sully Bound Hero Battle and Banner starting on the 17th. And that Special Heroes banners uh, and a login bonus with it, uh, probably Summer 2020 Part 1 starting on the 18th. Um, tomorrow, uh, the And that Tempest Trial that the banner and login bonus are for starts on the 19th. Uh, we don't have sure confirmation that it is Summer Banner, but it's most likely. It's very, very likely. Uh, yep. And if the Tempest Trial banner has uh, three non-summer versions of heroes in it, then they're going to need to let us know who it is before mm-hmm. that banner or that, yeah, that banner drops. So yeah, that's why well, I figure we'll probably get the teaser tonight and the trailer tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. We'll look forward to that for sure. Uh, going into the news slash the topic of tonight, we are going to talk about the new heroes. But before that, we've got the book four midpoint celebration, quote unquote, and bonus video. So with the trailer for the new heroes, there was a bit of a tease about the story. And when the banner launched, we not only got the full version of the video, but what Faye is calling the book four midpoint celebration, which consisted of raising the bonus XP on the weekends from times two to times five, a one-time login bonus of five summon, uh, first summon tickets for a new banner, for the new banner we just uh, were going to talk about, and a series of quests where you could receive two copies of four-star Emrin and daily banner revivals of various skill focus banners. Um, are, are these video? is this story doing it? for you like the whole dream fairy i'll I'll admit i i had not done the story chapters for the past three or four banners so no not really (laughs) because i watched i've I've been doing the story the story uh chapters just purely based on getting the orbs but the story just it seems so i don't want to sound rude or dismissive but it just seems so simple in comparison to previous stories and that it's very much good guys are the are clearly the angel fairies and then the bad guys are clearly the tim burton fairies and uh you know bad guys corrupt you know main good guy uh something 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 sharina is familiar with this world because she's she's like the youngest of them all so she's got the closest connection to the dream world and it just, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't seem to have the layers that the other stories had. You know. Well, it feels to me like it does actually have the layers because, like I said, I, I, it hasn't drawn me in as much, or just hasn't drawn me in at all. Much, whatever. I'm not saying as much as the others because some of the others, especially mid chapters, don't draw me in that much either. Mm-hmm. But um, it hasn't really drawn me in. But it does actually feel like there's something deeper there. It just feels like they're not teasing it effectively. Okay. Because there's hints that, like, when Sharena was younger, she would play with either actual kids who have now become the fairies, whether light or dark, mm-hmm. or play with the fairies in her dreams in something not good happen yeah so there has so in recent story chapters there has been 
very much uh, the one of the one of the bad fairies uh, it had basically said or confronted someone and, and, and they confirmed that she was a human at some point. Like when when yeah. they brought you into the dream world and they turned you into whatever they call the <laughs> the bad guys. Uh, it. I, I, well, yeah, the bad guys like, are the easy one. They're the Dokelfar. It's the Dokelfar. It's the one of the Yosofar or whatever. That's harder to say, right? So, I just, I guess it's, it's just, it's not doing, doing it for me. And, and you're right. I guess there are some layers there. And when they start to peel back the, the layers a little bit and get more into it, maybe they're just taking too much time to get to the point. Because really, what's happening now is they're still trying to find the summoner, and to stop the nightmares from invading invading asker mm-hmm. right so there's a bit yeah, of something there it's just not it, it's not um it's not the normal i guess the normal fire emblem story we're used to whereas you know uh your your army against their army you know uh yeah i i, I don't know but i i guess like maybe we're not getting the nuance quite yet and maybe it's going over my head yeah. i don't know and i don't know if it was the trailer that made me think this or something in one of the between chapter segments sorry i had to cough um i don't know what exactly made me feel this way but it kind of felt like uh freya wasn't always bad or the nightmares didn't always exist or freya wasn't in charge of them initially something somewhere made me made it feel like uh you know there's more to that part of the story too well i mean maybe maybe it'll if i will say this it certainly feels like it's it's starting to unravel some of those mysteries a little bit it's just there's been it's been too much build up to like i don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna live up to the build up that they're doing and and um even in this midpoint celebration and this midpoint celebration was essentially the story point was kind of starting to allude to how these uh how these you know dream and nightmare fairies come to be and how they're corrupted and 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 that they're coming from the real world and what does that mean are they kidnapping children um in the case of one of the dusselfar it was um it was it, it was essentially this this little girl was abandoned by her mother and father right and she was brought into the into the dream world claimed that she was abandoned by them yeah uh, whether she actually was or not we don't know because, exactly after the whole you know, shenanigans the aren't hell. always honest mm-hmm. you know yeah well i mean and maybe we'll see that's the other thing it like continues the trend that they started with hell and that and that you know these things Dokofar aren't necessarily evil mm-hmm. i mean fear and you know maybe elude this not as much but are to a degree, they are necessary uh, things in the world. You know, being afraid of fire is a smart thing because if you just walk into fire, not good things are going to happen to you. You know, if you don't have desire to procreate, your race is going to die out. So these aren't necessarily evil things, but they're attributing them that them as bad guys and evil. Like death is a part of life. No one gets out of life alive. Yeah. Except maybe vampires if those actually exist. But you know. Ooh, if we did a vampire book, I'd be totally down with that. Yeah. 
just just throwing that out there uh, so. <laughs> in case we have anybody in intelligence systems listening. Probably not, but uh, you never know. Um, so let's talk about the banner. Let's get into yes. let's get into the meat and potatoes here. So with this new banner, we got a bit of a surprise as well as a bit of an impact from the current world situation. Uh, the surprise being that we have a new mythic hero along with five new awakening characters. Uh, although two of them aren't on the, on the actual banner. Uh, we got a grin here about it like usual and one through the quests, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, Mirabilis, uh, who we met a chapter or two ago in the story, joins as the new mythic. Uh, we also have Anna, Mustafa, and Seiri from Awakening on the banner, while Gangrel and Emrin join through other means. Uh, Gangrel being the grand hero battle, Emrin, as we mentioned before, is the quest rewards. Uh, and Emrin will be joining with the um, legendary banner at the end of the month. The She'll be in the regular pool as a three and four star hero. Uh, Seiri currently only has Japanese voice because of the lockdowns. They were unable to get the English voice recorded in time, uh, but that will be added later on when they manage to get around to recording it. Uh, but as mentioned, we have our new mythic hero, Mirabilis, Daydream. Uh, chapter two ago, as I mentioned, in book four of Fae, we met Mirabilis, who is the light fairy of Daydreams. She joins us at the start of this month, much in the way Peony joined at the start of uh, December as a part of a uh, normal banner. She's a red sword flying anima mythic unit. She wields the flower of ease, which gives her res plus three and inflicts attack, defense, and resistance minus three during combat on foes who are within three columns centered on her and have penalty on them. Uh, penalty, in case you forgot, pops up a lot in this banner, is the keyword that encompasses most debuffs, um, you know, ma mainly ones that last through the end of the turn or stuff like panic, and it's a good chunk of the debuffs. There might be one or two that don't count. Uh, she, like Peony, is a singer slash dancer with a unique skill as her assist, which serves as her mythic skill, and that is the Whimsical Dream, which grants an additional action for the turn to whoever you use it on, as well as attack plus five to that unit and any allies within two spaces of them, Mirabilis in, uh, excluded, while at the same time it inflicts attack minus five on foes within four spaces of the target ally, and any foes within two spaces of those foes. Uh, like all sing dance skills, it does not work on units who have sing or dance or a similar skill slotted. Uh, she also comes with fortress defense resistance, sabotage defense, and defense resistance gap. Hmm. So, so this is the uh, sleepy lady, right? Yes. Yeah. This is the daydreamer who is constantly trying to fall asleep. Did so. they? So th did they do something similar for the book three midpoint uh, where they introduced a mythic uh, like this? Um, I can't remember. I don't believe so. Yeah. So this is. I mean, they definitely didn't introduce a friendly mythic. And I'm pretty sure in book three it was just air, leaf, and. Uh, what's her name? Thrasir. Uh, and of course, Hell, although we haven't actually gotten Hell yet. But 
Airleaf and Thrasir, I believe, were the only mythics uh, from book three. Mm-hmm. So, right, it might have been around midpoint when they revealed who Leaf and Thrasir actually were. Oh, I uh, believe, yeah, I do believe so. That that's ringing some bells. Um, here here's the thing, like. I, again, like going back to my earlier comments, like I don't know if I really care about these extra characters for book four, like I did for book two and three on both sides, good and bad. Um, I, I guess, yeah, it's just this the, the designs and sort of the story and the characters. Like, I like Peony, don't get me wrong, like she's great. Um, but kind of everybody else in the book is just not doing it for me, you know? Um, especially, I don't know. It's really cool that they've dropped a mythic hero sort of like into the pool. Here you go. Uh, or not into the pool. I'm guessing she's still exclusive to, to the mythic sort of thing. But Yeah, she she will be exclusive. I forgot to mention um, she does return at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we don't know yet. But she will be returning at the end of this month with the legendary banner. But okay. She will be on the mythic banners only in the future. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, other than that, I mean, it, like she's definitely un- like the one thing I will say about all of the uh, additional, the new additional characters they've done for book four is they're all very unique in the sense that they all have their own style. There's and mm-hmm. and that that to me is really cool. And her as a daydreamer and sort of an aloof character, like her design fits that uh, really well. And um I do dig the whole like pink and red vibe. It's very cool uh, with the green sort of splashed in. So they, they did a good job sort of bringing her, uh, bringing her design to life for sure. Yeah, they definitely have done a good job with all the characters kind of embodying what they are. Like the nightmare girl looks kind of gothy and nightmarish. The um, lewdness girl or whatever her technical (laughs) aspect is definitely turns up the sex appeal yeah and her design um you know so they've kind of done well in matching the characters i mean and it's a weird design it's a weird choice to go with fairies but you know it's not for everyone i've had no real complaints about it you know uh if i have any complaints about any of the characters it's um i forget his name the lord of the dance light ones no okay <laughs> lord of the Losafar. is it is can't it, think of his name freya's it's not freya but... freyer no freya's the bad one it might be freyer <laughs> f-e-r-e-r yeah friar F-E-R-E-R. we'll call him friar f-r-e-y-r <laughs> so i i'm not overly thrilled with his design um i'd have to look again at uh freya and I don't think I hated her design. His I think just they just unveiled her, right? Like that was amazing. part of the yeah. cinematic. And yeah. she looks the great cinematic too. Cinematic in the chapter book or the chapter mm-hmm. uh finally showed us actually gave us a good sh- solid look at her. Yeah. And she looks cool. I kind of don't mind her design. His was still the one I'm least thrilled with. So, yeah. And I mean, yeah. we never did get hell. Do you think we get uh Freya and Freyr? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, depends on if they're going to keep putting them in Mythics, then who knows when or if we'll ever get them. 
Who knows? I mean, unless they decide to go ahead and do like they did with these ones, where they drop them with a normal banner after their time is done, and put Freya and Freya in the actual end month end of the month banners, or leave those for actual uh, original game characters, not new, not fake characters. Right. Who knows? But yeah, yeah we still haven't gotten. Uh, What's her name? Hell. Hell. I don't think we get it. Like, it'd be weird to get her at this point, right? I mean, let me see. We got Lyft in January. Yeah, but that was so, like, that was close, right? Theoretically, we should have gotten Hell in May mm-hmm. last month. Oh, okay. But we got Mila instead, you know, if they were following a pattern of when they dropped them. Because I believe, um, I'm pretty sure that uh Thrasir was you know four months before no yeah she was september oh. last year lift was january so that was a four month gap another four months theoretically hell should have been may so we may never get hell may never we'll or never she may pop we'll up as a villain hell. later on and we get her then maybe you never know. Well, let's uh, let's get back to the the topic at hand, which is we finally yes. got another Anna alt just a short few months after the first one. Uh, I and, would argue whether it's another Anna alt or not, but go ahead and do your explanation. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. No, that's a fair point. Um, that is that, okay. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Okay, you've I gotta I gotta throw this all out and I gotta start over. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I even do it in my in my speech. All right, we're gonna do it. Anna, secret seller. Anna from Elise joins. Scratch, scratch, scratch this out. Scratch this out. Joins the alts of Anna group. So I guess joins, joins the other Anna and her alt. Kudos to Eddie for for trashing my intro here. Sorry. <laughs> no. Hey, man. Facts are facts, and uh, I I did these notes. It's been a busy week, so I did these notes real literally before we started recording. Uh, so, anyways, twenty twenty seems to be the year of Anna's. I think that point still works. That that stands. Okay. Good. This version of Anna is a cheery, outgoing trader who traveled around by foot to sell all kinds of goods. As a blue lance infantry, Anna wields apotheosis spear apotheosis spear hmm. grants uh, uh how would you say that apotheosis yeah yeah there's no pluralization there that might have been a mistake on my part but apotheosis spear grants speed plus three unit can move to a space adjacent to an ally with two, within two spaces and at start of combat if foe's hp is greater than or equal to 75 percent Grants attack slash speed five to unit during attack or during combat. Sorry. Uh, she has one new skill in the C slot called joint drive speed. Grants speed plus four to allies within two spaces during combat. If unit is within two spaces of an ally, grants speed plus four to unit during combat. Rounding out her kit is assist. Uh, in the assist is rally attack slash speed plus. In the A slot, you got attack slash speed form three, and in the B slot, you got attack slash speed ruse three. So yes, we have another Anna, not yes. an alt. Our second. I was Anna? originally planning to wait until explain to you or mention that you know discrepancy of me and alt of Anna or not, but this is like a different Anna, you know, yes, from a you... different Anna from a different world. Whereas the first, the New Year's Anna was actually, I believe, supposed to be an alt of the. Askrenana. 
Oh, God. So to make things confusing or actually to keep things simple, do you think when they do alts, are they going to do alts of Anna Asker? Or do you think they're going to start like expanding and like, oh, no, this is an alt of Elise Anna or even worse, this is an alt of, uh, uh, you know, Anna from the Marth games. But technically, that's the same world. So it could be the same world's Anna, so it's like, uh, my brain, like... Well, that's thousand-plus years difference, so it would theoretically be the great-great-great-great-great ancestor of this Anna. Yeah. So different Anna. Anna from Arth, Mark's world. But it's still... But, is, um, isn't it still Elise? I actually... Yes and no. Elise is the Anna from... Or Elise is Mark's world decades if not a thousand years in the future i believe yeah oh it's hundreds, it's of, hundreds of years, years. yeah it's it's quite yeah. separated so like that and the anna from marth's time would be the great 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 theoretically the great 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 ancestor of you know this and this anna in do theory. you do you think this is why they waited so long to do other Annas? Because it would just introduce these conversations. <laughs> like, I I wonder if it's like they were just ah, it's not I, worth it. Just don't do them. It'll just I think cause conversations. All I think conversations like this might be a little unique. Yeah. Uh, okay. And and we're but, recording it, and then and I mean, then sending it to people, and people are like, yeah. oh yeah, good point. My my brain just An- exploded. Anna's like Anna's like the Sid of the Fire Emblem universe. Sid from Final Fantasy. There's every Final Fantasy. There's a Sid. However, Anna is actually looks the same every time, as opposed to Sid is just a Sid. Um, Sid is a different person, but spelled the same, and a character named Sid always pops up. Yeah, um, but, but they don't reference each other. Like most Annas, know they don't of reference other Annas. most Annas. Yeah, as as they got into Awakening, where they were acknowledging the uh, Dragon Gates and alternate universes. The other Annas know of each other, and there's a secret, like, uh, coalition of Annas or something. Or each and each world has its own coalition of Annas. It's hard to fully break into that whole complicated uh, tangle of knots. But uh-huh. um, I think Annas may come in. Alts may come in alternate Annas. And they'll just, you know, you'll figure it out based on what game they're from. You know? I mean, and a lot of the Annas have slightly different qualities. Like, the Anna from uh, Three Houses looks slightly different from the other Annas. Mm -hmm. Mostly the same, but there are some subtle differences. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all just, uh, it's the, it's one of the things, uh, one of many things in Fire Emblem is just like, you know what? It's there for fun. Don't worry about it too much. Have fun. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think well, that's... You can tell they're having fun with it, with all the, you know, various Anna's talking about their quote unquote sisters, whether or not they're actually related or not. <laughs> oh, sisters across time. Uh, we have uh, who's the Sari person, the one that they did so, not uh, translate yet. Sari Chonson's blade, uh, one of the last survivors of the royal family of the small nation of Chonson in Val, whose parents were killed when Walhart invaded, and uh, she was shocked when her brother Yen Fei decided uh, to join with Wal with Walhart. 
Uh, she joins as a red sword infantry unit wielding a Matsu, which accelerates her special trigger. And if the foe has 50% health or more at the start of combat, uh, she gets a distant counter built into her weapon, so she can counterattack regardless of distance. Uh, she has a new A skill slot called Kestrel Stance, which grants her attack speed plus 6 and slows down the enemy cooldown count by 1 per attack during combat if the foe initiates the combat, the battle. Um, she also comes with Iceberg and Close Call. So, uh, yeah, she was a late game character, at least the second half of the game character, when you started invading Valm looking for uh, Tiki, I believe, or the military. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She joins early on. Her, um, and I was wrong when I uh, spoke in the Discord when they first announced her. Chonson's not her brother. Yen Fei is her brother. Realized my mistake when I was researching her. You know, I I, uh, I don't remember her much from Awakening. I, I I mean, I remember some very like I remember specific things from Awakening, and I think it's a game that I've that is is far enough removed from the last time I played it that there's a lot of it I don't remember. And I think if we were to you know do it for Game Club, I know Opera wouldn't be happy, but. Um, uh, there was some discussions about how the 3ds games not everyone's favorite but mm -hmm. I, I liked awakening for what it for what it was uh i can certainly see where there were were faults but i don't remember sari and and uh or sorry and i uh it's interesting that they don't have uh her english voice acting i don't have i don't have um voice acting or audio turned on when i'm playing the game which you know, it's, it's kind of a bummer when I think about it, but I just I play it so much that it would it would just drive people insane. And for yeah. me, it's where I play it that causes me to opt to keep the volume off most of the time. Mm -hmm. But I mean, her design is is really cool. I love her sort of special attack where she is very much just ready to, to deal some damage. It looks really cool. Mm -hmm. But uh, no. yeah, I don't remember much. I don't remember her at all from the game, but um her story sounds really neat just kind of reviewing what uh what she'd gone through and what she went through in that game so it's really cool that they brought her into fire emblem heroes yep so i see her um i remember a little better i do vaguely remember her and i remembered that her brother had turned on her or turned to the side of the enemy although there was a uh, i think if i recall correctly there is actually a reasoning behind it uh, whether it's to protect her or protect something, someone else or their people or something, what's left of their people. Uh, I forget exactly, but, you know, there was a reasoning behind it, so he wasn't pure evil. But do remember that bit of story with her. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, uh, let's talk about Mustafa, uh, Plegian champion. Let's get this out of the way. Lion King joke. All right. So you guys can just uh, go with with that and, and insert your Lion King joke there. All right. Uh, Mustafa is a self-made man who serves as a general in the Plegian army. Sorry. Uh, he doesn't care for needless fighting, but after being coerced into following Gangrel's cruel orders, lest his family come to harm, he found himself reluctantly crossing swords with Prince Krom of Elise. 
has a green axe infantry unit mustafa wields barrier axe plus where if the foe initiates combat grants resistance plus seven during combat no new skills as is tradition since he's the four-star unit on the banner his kit includes a special which is bonfire uh, in the a slot he's got water boost three and in the c slot he's got defense tactic three so that's mustafa um i think he's early on in awakenings as well is he not uh he's in the first half not the second half like uh Sayri. um you know he's if not a couple chapters before like the chapter right before um maybe the chapter where emerin dies uh-huh. um you know but or maybe the chapter after based on the stories that are in the um in the forging bonds so it, it yeah i don't fully remember him he was a random general i vaguely remember the thing where if you defeat him before his you know rest of his army he asked them asked you not to kill the rest of his men and stuff so it, it it has been a while since I played Awakening as well. So yeah, well it's uh he he's got a cool character design. I mean he definitely looks like a bad guy in Awakening, um but like mm-hmm. as is tradition in Fire Emblem, all the bad guys are well sorry most of the bad guys have this conflicting story about them and and he seems to be one of those where he's being sort of forced by Gangrel into into doing something he doesn't want to do, but. His design I, is I really. I remember neat. the force thing, and the forging bonds doesn't hint to it. No, it's it was in the Meet the Heroes the way they describe how he how how he was coursed into into fighting against Achilles. Okay. But um, he he very much has a God of War vibe coming off him a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's. Um, I mean, to varying degrees of success, they've always tried to point out that not everyone on the enemy side is necessarily evil. Mm-hmm. You know, it varies throughout the series how effective it is. I think Three Houses is one of the better ones where, you know, even creepy... Uh, uh, see, creepy, very evil-seeming Hubert has sort of noble goals behind his actions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's much harder to see them with him, even when he's on your side through the whole game. Um, but, you know, if you look deep down there, he does have sort of noble actions or goals behind his choices. Uh, and, like, you know, Edelgard has noble goals if bullheaded, illogical reasoning behind them. You know, so... Uh, they, they've tried to do that throughout the series, and sometimes they fail miserably. Sometimes they just have people like our next unit, Gang- Gangrel, who is Plegia's Mad King. Uh, he has no redeeming qualities to him, <laughs> uh, and he is the ruler of Plegia and main enemy for the first part of Awakening. After he starts a war with Yulis, Gangrel joins in the Grand Hero battle as a colorless dagger infantry unit. He wields the 11 dagger, which gives him resistance plus 3. And on top of the usual dagger debuff, has a bonus if penalty is active on his target. Uh, and 
He has a bonus if penalty is active on his target. That bonus grants him plus four to the main combat for stats, attack, defense, resistance, speed, and does damage equal to 20% of his resistance during combat. Uh, being a Grand Hero Battle Unit, he has no new skills, but he does come with Glacies, Chill Attack, and Panic Ploy. Hmm. Yeah, he's got uh, evil Fire Emblem character written right all over him. You're right. He uh, no uh, no sort of qualms about it. He is a bad dude. Uh, kind of look, kind of comes off a little as the Joker a little bit. Kind of, yeah. I mean, like with Wallhart, you could argue he's trying to do what. Um, uh, who was the guy we got with the Fallen Banner? Where, you know, he's of the mindset where power is what deserves to rule, whereas. Mm-hmm. Game Girl just seems to enjoy killing and inflicting pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even even when you recruit him, he seems quite to just quite enjoy killing and inflicting pain just for fun in his mind. Yeah. One of those things. I don't know. He uh typical grand hero battle unit as well and just uh Yep, he's the bad guy, so here you go. Uh yeah. So Gangrel. If you if you I think he's in the game for a couple more days. So if you if you missed him, you got to get in there yes. and get him. During the notes, they reminded me I hadn't hopped in and gotten him, so I did hop him in. He's around till I think the seventeenth. That's when the uh, Bound Hero battle starts up. So good, get your gangrel yep. on. Uh, sounds like a sounds like a bad bad time. That's all. But uh, let's talk about the last unit, the surprise free unit through questing. Uh, Emerin, the gentle exult. Exult of Elise, an older sister of Krom and Lissa. Trouble came later for the young assault when Emerin was abducted by Gangrel. We talked about that earlier. The ruler of Plagia, who was after Elise's hidden relic, the Fire Emblem. Emerin is a colorless staff infantry unit that wields fear plus at five stars. And rounding out her kit is Rehabilitate Plus as an assist at 5 stars, Miracle as a special at 5 stars, Wings of Mercy 3 in the B slot at 5 stars, and Resistance Opening 3 in the C slot at 4 stars. You're going to be able to unlock, as we said earlier, two 4-star versions, which you'll then have to unlock potential to get a majority of these upgrades. Is Miracle actually locked to 5 stars? That's usually something you can get as low as 3 stars uh yeah i mean it's it, i might have written it down wrong but you can get miracle no we'll problem. just leave it at that yes. um lots of heroes lots of good heroes talk with six new heroes and we'll have more to talk about next week when we get our special heroes uh before we move into the wish list though i did want to state i think the newest uh resplendent hero is going to be lind so after roy you're going to get lind and she is what is she she's askrin i believe askrin Roy was uh niffle mm-hmm. i believe she's in the white of asker she is in the white of asker and uh yeah so you can get um a resplendent lind or a resplendent lind uh shortly after roy finishes up his stop at the podium i don't know that's not a phrase but it is now uh eddie what's yes. what do you got on the wish list <laughs> so on the wish list aside from an alt of lissa who else would you like to see arrive from awakening uh yeah oh well as you said there were some characters that were that are not in the game from awakening just yeah. yet any any that come to mind outside of Alyssa alt um 
I honestly can't remember. Vike is one of the ones, or Vake is one that pops into my head as the name of someone. I remember there was a mage chick that, and the young kid chick, young kid at the, uh, I think they were both mages. He was, she was his tutor. Uh, I can't remember their names. Um, as Val- I mentioned, Kellum to everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Vake, um, the axe guy. Uh, Muriel. Kellum, the Muriel? armored dude. Muriel, yes. Yeah, she'd be cool. Like, she's got a teacher vibe. Yeah. Uh, Kellum, yeah, I think you mentioned as well. It'd be interesting. Yep. Uh, so. You know, you got uh, Mary, Mary Bell we did get. There's Rickon. I don't know if he's Mary in the Bell. game. Rickon, that was the kid one I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's so quite a few. Those there's... are on the good sides, or good guy side. I'm also sort of on the good guy side, but not actual playable through most of it are the rulers of um oh the north country that value fighting i can't think of their name Um, is it basilio and flavia yep those two (laughs) i'm looking at a list of characters i figured Uh, as much so i I don't go i don't know i don't know find it uh, I just wanted to make sure we had a list in front. I should have pulled the list up before we started recording, but you know, in terms of kid I, characters, I should have as well. But <laughs> there's not a lot. Like, I don't think we have Severa yeah. or Cynthia yet. Like those kids, those are kids. Care. We sort of have Severa, but right. Okay, well, not that Severa. <laughs> uh, Laurent, which or is if if the name on from Awakening is Severa, then we have her in her alternate form, which is from Fates. Right, because we got three kids: Inigo, Severa, and Owain, who go to Fates and go by a different name in there. Right, I'm talking about the Awakening yeah. character, though. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, if Severa is the Awakening name, then that's the one we need. Mm-hmm. If Severa is the Fates name, then I mean, there's I not don't remember her name. There's not a lot of characters that we still don't have yet. Like we have. Like there's 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 like maybe four or five that we lifted off that aren't in the game yet that could easily fill into a banner, but you know a couple kids characters that they haven't done yet. Um, mm. But other than that, like they've they've pretty much hit the main the main units. But I mean to get Flavia would be really cool. Basilo looks really neat as well. Like those would be some yep. great characters yep. to add to the game. There's also Yenfei who come in, good yep. or bad, because he had noble intentions even if he was an enemy you fight yeah you know oh lots of lots of characters there to pull from and i mean they just did an awakening banner and uh, i think people it was received probably won't see him for a while no (laughs) but i think uh i think we can look forward to more awakening characters in the future um when when summoners uh or sorry, not Summoner's Call, when Fire Emblem Heroes decides to allow, uh, bring them in. But, uh, but but that's Fire Emblem Heroes for now. Well, we'll be back next week with more. But l- before we jet for good uh, for the week, let's go into the Outrealm Gate. Let's, let's swim through the portal. I don't know why we're swimming, but we are. Just pretend, just keep swimming. And we're going to go to the Game Club, and we're going to talk about Sacred Stones. Now, I know we said we were going to do t- two chapters, and I will take the full... Uh, blame for this one in that we're only doing one chapter and it's chapter 19 um more so because i just i did not find the time to sit and actively play sacred stones even though i am enjoying it i can't admit that you shoulder the full blame um you mentioned to me this morning that you had were only going to be able to get to probably only able to get to one and i realized i hadn't even done it yet either so i haven't done chapter 20 yet either so 
Well, we're both to blame. So write in, blame both of us, and uh, we'll uh, we'll go I, from there. That might be a bit more to blame because I was just playing Elder Scrolls as opposed to dealing with two ch- or three children. Well, you know, three children and Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I jumped back into. So uh, it's not, it, I can't just blame my kids here. It's It's mostly... Yes, but I didn't have kids to keep me busy during times. I was just playing Elder Scrolls the whole time myself. So. Oh, well. G- games are fun, right? And we only have a certain amount of time to play them, and MMOs take a lot of, lot of time and effort. But we did play Chapter 19. Why don't you run through... Uh, am, am, you're you're going to read it because you wrote it? I, I just realized okay. that I have my name here. You you read it. You wrote it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it no from, from, from Eddie. Okay, we arrive in Ralston after greeting Larachelle's uncle. We settle down for the night with Erica and Larachelle chatting about her uncertainty. Uh, late in the night, Reeve attacks with a large army of Grado remnants to get back at Larachelle's uncle for excommunicating him or kicking him out of Ralston and to destroy the final sacred stone. Uh, the map, map behaves like a fog of war map with darkness acting as the fog, so... If it's dark, you can't see enemies hidden in there. You have to survive through continuous waves of enemies or fight your way to Reeve and defeat him. There are two rooms on the sides, each with three treasure, three treasure chests in them. And a small group of your units are in the top left corner at the start of the map, separate from everyone else. Uh, after finishing the map, uh, Reeve runs off to the Darkling Woods. Uh, Erica has firmed her resolve, and upon your departure, Larachelle's uncle gives you the sacred twins of Rouston to help you in your fight, uh, as well as a potential bonus if you meet certain uh, qualifications. Mm-hmm. So, it's a it's an interesting uh, fight in that I think this was the first the first that comes to mind where you're you're in a defensive position uh, for these thirteen turns. And mm-hmm. I, I can't think of one recent. I mean, we've been playing this game over the span of months, but um, this is the one that really felt like, okay, we're setting up our lines. We're, we're you know, also some very uh, frustrating reinforcements, you know, in that <laughs> the reinforcements outside the castle make sense to me. And there's like three points where that is happening, but the reinforcements inside the castle uh, I'm sure there's some logical explanation for it, but was kind of frustrating and, and actually caused me to have to restart because I, I left some characters sort of out in the open, so to speak. Well, not so to speak, okay. literally out in the so open. So did any reinforcements sneak up into uh, above you in the little, little hallway there? No. The stairs? Uh, well, north of the castle, there was a hallway that led outside. And, yeah, and there, there was... was that hallway that led outside that you had your four guys in the room that could easily if they were strong enough, block that off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was able to, I was able to take care there, but no, there was no reinforcements popping up. Um, the hallway between, uh, the character you're trying to defend Reeve and, and the actual hallway where reinforcements well, were Reeve's coming. the enemy, but Reeve. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, what's the guy's name then? Um, I couldn't remember his name, which is why I just called him Larishel's uncle through all my descriptions. It is, it is Larishel's uncle for sure. That guy. <laughs> The guy you're supposed to protect, but but yeah, yes. I don't remember the reinforcements coming in between those two. Did you? You didn't have reinforcements there, did you? Um. Well, I played it a little differently. I kind of played it very aggressively. Uh-huh. I did not have any reinforcements up there, 
and I kept most, except maybe two or three, maybe four of the Knights Alive. Um, I sent Renak over to one of the sets of chests uh, with Larshell initially with Murr, and then I realized, you know, I didn't really need the extras in there, except for maybe later in the game map if additional uh, guys had popped up down there. Um, but in the end, I took Erica down south towards Reeve, and with uh, the majority of my army. Um, in fact, I actually missed the fact that four of my units were up in the top left when I was setting up. Uh, luckily, that was Amelia, Ross, Sala, and Marissa. So they held their own up there pretty easily. And that's where I lost the most units. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, I took Erica and a group down there. I um, brought Ewan in because you had a couple extra units. I left Innis and Mulder in the center with the guy in case someone snuck in from somewhere I wasn't looking, as well as Garrick and... I think I ended up taking Garrick and Seth north uh, to start circling around that little loop, but I never got anyone. I finished in about six or seven turns. And if not for the way the AI attacked, I would have had more than just the one casualty of Ewan that I had. Mm -hmm. So... I misjudged who would be able to reach him, and they killed Ewan. I was like, I'm not restarting this. And <laughs> Ewan can I, be I dead said, for two turn or two chapters. Yeah, the the number of reinforcements that were popping up in that bottom left corner were so many that if um, Reeve hadn't attacked Erica at the start of the enemy turn, I probably would have lost loot, uh, Nimi. Maybe not Mur, maybe not Ephraim and Erica, but I probably would have at least lost loot in Nimi there. Yeah. I, uh, you know, when I was so. playing through, I did lose. So, yeah, as you said, you bring in a lot of characters. It, it expands the amount of folks you can bring in. And I ended up basically just filling out the roster with characters that were, were promoted. Uh, so Dazla came in, and, and he was able to hold his own, but he did get overwhelmed. And I was like, eh, you know what? he can he can he can take the hit you know he's he's uh it works out in the lore he's protecting larichelle's homeland uh he's a big fan of her mm -hmm. so it works in in my in my you know canon here so but then mm -hmm. vanessa got overwhelmed uh over on because i didn't realize there were going to be like literal generals showing up inside the castle next to those chests so oh, okay and and i was playing pretty aggressively as well i think by the end of both times i played the chapter I had completely walled off the top and had pushed my units so far south that I was then holding the stairs on both sides of that of that southern entrance um, mm -hmm. to the point where I was like, maybe I should just go because I thought, oh, well, maybe if I just kill Reeve because that ends the chapter, I'll just go kill Reeve and that'll save Vanessa. But I didn't have enough units to actually pull it off. Although okay. I might have been able to because the only unit I was able to get over to Reeve at that point when I lost was Murr. And then the second time I did it, I had unlocked all of the chests except for one. And I was like, oh, it's just Reeves left because you get the like the victory music. And I sent Murr in to, to do the hit because it was going to end no matter what because I was on the 13th turn. And Murr mm -hmm. critted him and I was just like, oh, I should have just done that the first time. 
Well, if it was based on a crit, then it might not have critted the first time, because Eric was critting pretty heavily against the normal guys, and then I sent her against Reeve, and uh, she had picked up a brave sword from a random guy, so she smacked him four times and did not crit once, you know? Yeah. Even though she was critting with just basic swords on most of the other guys. And, you know, I wasn't too worried about all the chests. I think I was just trying to be thorough because at the end of the day, there are two chapters left. Um, we're not, this isn't a new Fire Emblem game where we're eager to play more, um, more than, not not to make it sound like a chore, but we, we'll we move on from this one because it is, it's not a current game we're, we're both enjoying at this stage. I, yeah, when I, when I look through the maps, it talks about some kind of monster campaign. I'm not sure I'm going to bother with that right now. Yeah, there's Whatever some extra stuff is. like a like a, a creature campaign, and then right after when you complete this chapter, it unlocks like a second Tower yeah, of Vati area. Tower. Yeah, the ruins of Lagdu. I did like go into it just to see what it was, and um, it, it's something. The Tower of Vati is a great way to level up low level characters, which I appreciate. This is a way to level up characters that are already promoted and doing really well like you can only bring eight people in and the map is just filled with monsters and okay. a lot of them are promoted and i did go in just to kind of see what it was and i i quickly uh lost one of my characters um okay. be because I, honestly i wasn't really trying I, I wanted to get out i was like i'll yeah. just go in and pop out but no i couldn't I had to actually so, die speak, speaking of the tower of volney have you gone back in since you trained up earlier no i i think at this point okay. with with sacred stones m my core team is at a point where i'm i'm ready to i you know i'm gonna say is ready to finish the I'm game but i might hop into tower of Olney to work up my weapon skills so everyone mm. on my main team can use their sacred twin but beyond that i'm not sure i'll do too much but from what i was reading while looking up some stuff it looks like the tower gets more levels the further in the game you are oh so okay. i think like it maxes out at eight or nine and we might be at the point where we have all eight or nine levels of it so i'd have to fight through some monsters to get there but might be worth checking yeah. out i do have some characters that that could use their skills upgraded because now all i can do is buy silver weapons um so i might might look at that i mean i'm sure i could find yeah. some steel ones but uh yeah i'm looking forward to, to seeing how this thing concludes because we are barreling towards the end we've got um one numbered yes. chapter and the final chapter left yeah and um the reward for saving enough units is a light brand a yeah sword. i did not get that <laughs> i should have yeah, rescued was, some of those I was knights so i was so you know pushing ahead and the fact that i ended it early and didn't have the guys popping up in the middle of the map on me um, I like had the two thieves pop up, but that was it. And um, I was so far ahead that most of the Ralston guys were, some of them were just sitting where they started because they never got a chance to participate. If you had to ballpark it, how many did you have left at the end to get the reward? Um, I actually looked it up afterwards. I didn't know at first, but apparently you have to have at least four of the regular knights in the general log. Uh, so I had at least four, maybe five, still alive. I know I had the two to the right of the throne room alive. And I think there was another two that never budged. The ones by the treasure room on the right, I think, never budged. 
and then one was coming down to the group of bad guys, but I think because um, Reeve decided to kill himself against Erica, uh, he managed to survive because he might have been the first uh, victim before they killed off Loot and Nimi. But mm-hmm. there are so many of them spawning down there, that, and I didn't have enough to block the whole way out. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost certain, like the one who snuck by when I thought I had it, the gap closed and killed you, and likely one of them would have swung down and killed uh, Loot and Nimi. Loot was already low health because she had, you know, just barely dodged getting killed the previous turn. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm glad you were able to to get the light brand sword. I mean, I yep. I, I could have rescued a couple of them just to kind of hold on and um, see where that yeah, went. I, either rescuing, especially if it doesn't affect your stats to be carrying around a random armored dude, um, or just rushing ahead and keeping them behind you are the two best ways to handle that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Well, we will return next week. Promises, promises that uh, chapter 20 will be discussed at the very least, and maybe more, question mark. We were planning to kind of conclude next week. We'll see how things roll. These chapters are kind of beefy, and, and it's good to kind of give them the, the time they they rightfully deserve. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, if I hadn't have had nicely powered units and bum-rushed them, I probably would have taken me a good two to three hours. I think it still took me at least an hour even with the bum rush strategy yeah so. well i'm glad uh, we both got through it in very different ways these are my favorite types of maps sort of the defensive maps i i really mm-hmm. had a good time with this one and and uh even though i had to restart it i wasn't too bummed that i had to restart it because i i like placing powerful units and just having character the enemy run up to them and just bounce off them that was yeah very satisfying to be honest so uh, we'll see what uh, chapter two brings next, or chapter two, chapter 20 brings next episode when we discuss it. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Thank you so much for listening. You can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Email the show, fay at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drow Fear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers Inn for show updates. Be sure to check out some, or sorry, be sure to check out SerenesForest.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning.